The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Toe Fop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Foe Fop. I'm Will Anderson and guest Charlie Clawson, number one. Dave Anthony is here. Hello, Dave. Good morning. Oh, hang on. What's that? Have you caught World Cup fever? I th- yeah, I have think you got so. what? What accent? I was, is tra- that? I was trying to do Dutch. Dutch, but it didn't come out that. It never. My accents never come out well. Well, I mean, maybe you're nailing an accent, but you just don't know which which one it is. Right, it could be. It I could mean, be people straddling the border of of. Uh, what was that? What would that be? Belgium, right? And Jesus, is Belgium butt up against I, the Netherlands? I'm, all, I'm already loving is this Belgium because this, the this relies and... on you knowing Shit. what is on the border of Belgium. I feel and you, you dug this hole yourself. I mean, I could have just. Said, I wasn't I, asking for it. I could have just said Fra- France and Belgium, but they sound alike. Their right. accents. I feel like what else is on the border of Belgium, Dave? Oh, there's a bunch. Is there? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's water. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> So are you saying it's the sort of accent you would have if you say lived on the beach in Belgium? <laughs> yeah, I would say lived on the beach in yeah, it's Belgium. It's a Belgian beach accent. Near near right. the Netherlands. When you see uh, Belgian Rescue, their surf show about the lifesavers who work the beaches oh in Belgium. God. Yeah. Yeah, they have that exact accent. That's the exact yeah. one. That's the one I'm talking about. Right. It's like how California surfers have their own accent or, you yeah. know, people who live on the, you know, the north coast of New South Wales have a certain sort of they do a little, relaxed little, beachy yeah. accent. Yeah, it's a beachy yeah, accent. Beachy accent, yeah. Yeah. So you just got I, a beachy Belgium accent. That's yeah. all it is. I was told I had a yeah. beachy accent when I moved to New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People would say that to you. Yeah, they'd they'll go, oh call my you God. a son of a beach. You're such a California beach guy. I'm right. Like, what? <laughs> what? What'd you say, bro? <laughs> um, at least I didn't say Holland, um, the border of Holland and the Netherlands. At least I didn't get that. At least I know what that is. Right. Well, I mean, the World Cup, uh, I mean, it's their own fault, though. I mean, it's a bit confusing when it gets in there, isn't it? Well, they call it, everyone says Holland, and, right. but Holland is just a state in the Netherlands. Yes. And so, but they keep, but if you call it Holland and you act like it's different and then you get upset when people think it's a different country, well, then why the fuck are you calling it? I guess they're like Texas, but people know Texas is a state in the United States. Although if you just heard Texans talk, you would think they're a different country. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're an American? No, I'm from Texas. <laughs> it's Texas first, America second. Yeah. That is actually kind of what it is. That like is, here. yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So, hey, I did something. Um, I became a man this week. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I had some certain aims. I, you know, I turned 40 earlier in the year uh-huh. and I had some certain aims of what I imagined Yeah, that would look like, what my life would look like, what yes. sort of, you know, now that I'm 40, how do I have to... What do you approach things? What is this, a different maturity level? That's right. Yeah. Well, mm. one of the things that I um, thought I should do is I, I thought, well, you know what? Like, I, I, 
I'm going to be dead soon. Mm-hmm. I well, should start planning for that. I mean, I'm hoping not soon. I mean, well, I mean, I, I mean, don't you're know. halfway there, probably. Between now, I mean, look, chances are yeah. there's less to go than there's already been. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. sure. So yeah. I'm certainly on the downhill slope, mm-hmm. right? I can see it. Yeah. Like the first 40 seem to go pretty quick. I mean, yeah, they some, do. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I really do feel like, fuck, I've, I've done nothing yet. But a lot of that, I've you're- I've got a list. But a lot of that, the first 20, you're just running around like an idiot. Right. Well, 30 probably. <laughs> <laughs> the first 30, you're running around like an idiot. Right. No. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So, so suddenly you're like, well, I've got to get shit done. And yeah. I know how we feel about old people. Yes. You know, so I've only got a 20-year kind of window- Right be- before, like people find me completely well, are irrelevant. You, are you acting like you haven't accomplished very much? Because it seems to me like you're a very accomplished person. I have a list. I have a big list oh, of other do. things that I want to do, but also not even just that. Like adult things, you know, things that you thought you would get by the time you're a certain age. Like I always felt like I would get on top of my finances, for oh, example. Yeah, well, you know, for a while I just kind of was like, ah, when I have money, I'll spend money and yeah, I'll make yeah. more money. <laughs> I'll always make more money. I'm doing well. That is, that is I'll what, just make more yeah, money. That's not how it works. Well, that's how it's worked for me so far. <laughs> it's been a very good system. And then one day it doesn't. Right. And you go, oh. And that's what I realize now. I'm at yeah. a point in my life and my career where certainly I've, I've well, firstly, I've taken some big financial hits. Because I'm, you know, studying again in another country yeah. and I'm spending, the more time I spend doing that, the less time I spend earning money, you know, right. in my own country. Yeah. So there's been that. So that was part of the reason. And if I'm going to dedicate myself to that over a period of years, then I have to sort of know how am I going to pay for, you know, pay but, for everything in the but, next few years. But I would say you are extending your ability to make money in Australia by not oversaturating yourself. Well, that's what you hope. <laughs> That, that, that is certainly my dream, but uh, that's not what my bank account seems to be supporting. <laughs> my bank account's like, yeah, um, you know what? We can't pay your mortgage with hope. <laughs> you can. We can't new- pay your mortgage with your gut instinct that everything will be okay if you just stick at it. There's a new program, the, oh, ho- the hope payment. The hope system. payment. Yeah. Uh, that's, no, that's more for university loans, isn't it? Student oh, no, loans. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking. That's yeah, the hope payment. That's right. That is the hope payment. Yeah. You hope you'll pay it back or you hope you die before you have to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh, I did something this week that, uh, look, it felt like the first step. That's yeah, what I'm going to say. I've been doing these. Okay. So I made, in Australia, um, yeah, so we have a compulsory superannuation. I don't know how the system the, works what in do, America. What, what did any of that mean? What happens when you stop working, like, in America? Well, you mean if you decide to not work? Well, what what age do you, like, What what's the official retirement age in America? Oh, okay. So... Um, it's it, it's uh, it's different. So if you retire at, I think you can start at sixty three, but you get like twenty percent of what you would get, and then that slowly you know increases each year, thirty, forty, fifty until sixty seven, and then if you retire sixty seven, you get a hundred percent of what you you would get. So. Now what? Yeah, but okay. So the important bit of this is what you would get. What right. is what? What would? Where, where does that come from? What is the what you would get? Well, that's from the government. Right. So, like now, a pension? But, uh, is it called a pension? What no, do they call it's it? it's Social Security. Social Security. But I also have, I have show business pensions. So, through each, through each guild. <laughs> already I, know, I already I love it. Show business pensions. But pension. through each guild, every uh-huh. year this thing shows up and I go, oh, I'm going to make a lot of money when I'm old. So, I'm actually, like, I haven't, I don't have, like, a set up account, savings account stuff, but my pensions are great. Okay. So, how does showbiz pension work? So, um, so say I sell a show, uh, uh Okay, so we'll just take writing. Mm-hmm. So with the Writers Guild, I sell a show 
to CBS. CBS then has to pay. So they pay me whatever, $80,000. Yep. And then from that, there's a set amount that they have to pay to the health fund, the mm-hmm. Writers Guild Health Fund to yep. take care of all the writers' health and Writers Guild pension. So that, that gets kicked into pension. So based on how much I make a year uh, over time is how much my pension will be. So, okay. so it, you know, it's a couple thousand or whatever. Right, okay. Point, which so, is, when you're older, I'm not going to be spending a lot of money, I think. <laughs> I, I envision a lot of porch time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Twitter's still a thing, you can sit on a porch and be angry. As long as you can pay for your Wi-Fi bill. Like, cause yes. you can be, that's the modern equivalent of being the old man yelling at children on the oh, porch. Oh, it really is. Like, you can just yell at children all over the world. Oh, it really is. It's, you know what's so funny to me is when old guys... Because I post the gun stuff, and when old guys just who aren't following me just start yelling at me, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you literally went out and searched out guns and NRA. Like mm-hmm. you're literally searching Twitter using words to find people to yell at, mm-hmm. which I've never Good done. Good use of your time. I can honestly say I've never done that. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. As long as you're not thinking about anything important. Let's, <laughs> let's not waste any of the time you have left on this earth considering anything important. As long as you're wasting every breath you have, every then breath. that's fine. Some guy wanted to get into an argument with me about the NBA and the NCAA, the college NCAA. What sort of argument? I was like, because he just asked me about, he, he, he was a fan and he asked me mm-hmm. about it. And I said, well, I think the NBA is like not really basketball. I think it's just kind of, it, it's fixed and it's ridiculous. And this, mm-hmm. I, I like the NCAA. And he, how could you like the NCAA with what they do? justify yourself and i was like oh. i am what do uh, they do i said i am absolutely not going to justify what do they do <laughs> do they murder virgins or like <laughs> is the basketball made out of human skin like what are they no, doing his reaction is very strong well what right. they do is they they make billions of dollars they're a billion dollars oh yeah okay yeah and they're not paying right they're the giving they're giving the students just scholarships, right, scholarships. not money mm-hmm. So there's a big, you know, thing. Well, sh- shouldn't they make a lot of money? And you know, right. it's, a, it's a debate. But essentially, probably. they're giving them the equivalent of what you get in your showbiz pension. Yes. Like, I mean, they are giving you a certain amount out of the, you know, the. That's what they're doing because they're students. They yeah. put them on scholarships. They right. pay for some of their education, healthcare. And then they, yeah, and they make yeah. this sort of money. Yeah. Right. Um, I know. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. Right. And then also, if they're any good, they get to play in the NBA. Right. Where they just get paid millions and millions of dollars. And if they're not good, they You can't, can't wait until you're twenty one? If they're not good, they got they got an education, hopefully. Right. And they and or they can Free go education. They can go play in Italy in a shit league right. and have fun. And make heaps of money still. Yeah. So yeah. No, that's you know, a good point. It's not they're also right. oh, boo them. They can't get a Porsche until they're twenty two. <laughs> that guy needs a Porsche when he's eighteen. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I understand. Um, all right. So uh, in Australia, the way that it works uh, is that we have like a... There's a pension scheme. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have... Uh, so if you get to 60... It is 67 now. They've just put yeah. it up to 67, the retirement age. Although... Which is reasonable because people are living older. Right. You know? it, well, it's not re- the retirement age yet, but in the future, they've got they've right. announced that it's going right. to be... When you get there, yeah. it'll be 67. Yeah. Oh, when I get there, it's going to be fucking 97. They put it up <laughs> twice... <laughs> They put it up twice in the last 10 years. Do you think that exponentially they're not going to keep putting well, it up? Well, they're going to have to because... Right. The population's getting older. Right. The population's getting older. So I, I read at some point... I read that maybe a few years ago, there were like six or seven 
younger family members to take care of each right. old person. And when my age gets there, when I'm that old guy, yeah. there's going to be one kid per two adults. Right. So that's you, completely fine. you and your wife are two adults and you had one kid. That's right, we it's did. It's your fault. We're not about to bring two kids into right. this goddamn world. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but that's exactly what is happening. Yeah. And it is a problem. So they're raising the retirement age, which I think has a range mm-hmm. of complications because for somebody like me... I understand. Look, I want to work until, you know, I can't work until people don't want me to work. But if you've been some dude who's like worked in a manual job, right. like by the time you get to, you know, 60, 63, whatever, you're shot. Yeah, you're done. Right. Your, your, your joints ache. Everything hurts. You've been, you've been using your body forever. It's time to wrap it up. Right. You've been like, you've been cutting but, wood for like 40 years and then suddenly someone's like, hey, you still have to work for another seven years before the pension. So <laughs> you want to learn coding? I'm sure you can pick up coding at 60 years of old when you've been a logger all your life. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you need... As they call them, the boat people, because you need a workforce to come in, a younger, you need those people coming into your society to take care of the older people. That's why you need them. As long as the people coming on a boat aren't over 60, (laughs) they're handy to us. They are. We yes. shouldn't. We shouldn't have a nationality limit no. or an amount of people limit. We no. should just have an age limit. Yeah, they can say yeah. you can come over, 40, but 40. fuck you, bringing grandma. Anybody who is forty and over, you just kick them off the boat. Right. right? No. But the young ones, come here. Yeah. No. No. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So in Australia, we say we have the the pension scheme, mm-hmm. uh, but we have had. Do you about- call it a pension scheme? Well, the pension. The pension okay. scheme. Well, I mean, the scheme. <laughs> scheme sounds like Ponzi's involved or something. Is that yeah, what the you're... scheme doesn't. Scheme doesn't sound good. Yeah, no, we have a pension scheme. What do you mean scheme? <laughs> oh, don't worry about that last thing I said. <laughs> just you know, just keep kicking money in. Just, <laughs> everything's fine. Why? Why am I never allowed to see your face when we have these meetings? No reason. Don't worry about it. Just keep keep putting money into the scheme. Yeah. Why are you calling it a scheme? <laughs> Well, we used to call it a scam, and people thought that was weird, so we've changed it slightly. A scheme. Yeah, it's a scheme. <laughs> so sometimes we say scam still by mistake, but they're so similar. Why is that all that money in your pocket? Don't just that keep part of the scheme. It's all part of the scheme. It's all part of the scheme. Why aren't you writing anything down? <laughs> this is how we do things. Part of the scheme. Why do I have to call you from a payphone? It's all part of it's the scheme. It's part of the scheme. Just keep giving money. Keep giving money. So we have the scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the last 20 years, uh, we've also had uh, something in place. Um, uh, superannu- we have a super, uh, government-mandated superannuation scheme. So basically what that means is, and I can't remember what the exact rates are at the moment, mm-hmm. but whenever you're doing any job, so it's a bit like your pension thing for your guilds, mm-hmm. but whenever you have any job, you pay. those industries all have their own sort of superannuation funds or whatever, uh-huh. but... Uh, you pay, say, 8% of your wage or whatever into, like it's taken out of your wage, goes yeah. into your, and, but your employer has to match that. Yeah. So like, you know, if, you, if you're if you paying 8%, then they have to pay 8%. Um, and so you get a little percentage. And so it gets there in that scheme. I'm, I'm, and then when you... I'm getting a little concerned now that you guys are getting Americanized. What I'm hearing. Right. Oh, no, no, this one's actually, you know what? It's, it's actually, it's a pretty sensible thing. Are... are but are your are the abbots and everything saying we have to start privatizing some of this? Well, I mean, it kind of, it, it you know what? It's it's not, it's it's a, it's a best scheme they can come up with to affect the 
to, to deal with the problem of the the pension, but the I, fact that we're not going to be able to afford the pension. I'll, and t- the, the I'll idea- tell you, I'll tell you okay. that in in America, the the whole thing about Social Security is in trouble. Always, you have mm-hmm. to privatize it. Mm-hmm. It's actually not. Um, it's fine. Uh, other parts of the government had borrowed from Social Security, taken money out of it to borrow, but they had to put it back. It's actually fine. It's just a lie created by Wall Street because they want that money. Right. So, so our Social Security, while always supposed to be under threat, is actually perfectly fine. Right. Well, ours was fucked. It, is. it actually is. <laughs> yeah, because we don't have enough people and right. we have that, that unequal population thing right. really affects us. Right. Okay. Like, uh, you know, in, in 10, 15 years, our population is going to be so lopsided. It's ridiculous. It is. Yeah, okay. Because we also don't have that thing of big families. Right. You know, it's not a big Catholic country or something where people yeah. have those you traditional... Guys you guys don't have like any giant religious group that just keeps fucking... No. Not really. <laughs> I mean, you the guys... Catholics used to in the old days. Charlie's got like seven brothers and sisters. Oh boy. They really banged them out. Yeah. Um, but uh, but so you guys so you guys didn't don't have like a... So that would be the main difference in America and Australia is we are insanely religious, but you guys don't have that... At... No. It's not compulsory to fuck in Australia. In fact, a, a few years ago, uh, our treasurer, Peter Costello, said that uh, they put in a scheme to try to encourage people to have more babies. Yeah. That the baby bonus, like, so if you had a baby, oh, you oh, got yeah. some money. Yeah. And uh, he, he that, said... That just makes crackheads have babies. He said, well, that's what <laughs> turned out. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> who would have thought that the only people whose $3,000 makes a difference to is people who don't have $3,000. <laughs> that's amazing. Turns out that is not the deciding factor. I don't know who In <laughs> someone who has a decent job and a decent career making... It really comes down to somebody going, you know what? We would dedicate 18 years of our life to having this baby and raising them and spending the half a million dollars on average it costs yeah. to put them through education. Yeah. But we're $3,000 short. <laughs> Uh, on the other side there is someone who is like oh my god i'm three thousand dollars short of a bunch of crack right i am three thousand dollars short of three thousand dollars worth of crack actually we're gonna get a tally in a playstation as well so we're gonna get two thousand two hundred dollars of crack god uh yeah so god that is exactly what happened would you play on a PlayStation, if you're on crack, I mean, until you die, I imagine. I mean, I would just like, yeah. I mean, certainly long That's... enough for your baby to grow up alone. <laughs> I. <laughs> so, uh, he said, Peter Costello said to the country, "You've got to have one for yourself and one for the country." That was his. Oh my god, yeah. that's disturbing. That's <clears throat> but that first gives of you all, anti-Chinese, right? You're the opposite of a Chinese uh, right. situation, but that's a crazy thing to say out loud, <laughs> isn't it? I said that out loud, but that gives you an insight into the fact that Australians are mostly having one kid, maybe a yeah. couple. Yeah. You know, so he was like, "You got to have an extra one." I guess if you have, like, if you have one kid, you're fucking up the system, right? Because there's two of you, right? If there's two of you and you have one kid, right. you've made that kid work twice as hard to look after you when you're old, right? Right. But hopefully, I've taken care of myself, so when I'm older, he doesn't have to look after me. Well, that's the hope, right? So this yeah. is what the superannuation scheme scam. Yes. Uh, so there is definitely some issues along the thing that you're saying because these are all. So you've got to get a safe scheme. Some people have more speculative superannuation schemes. And because it's all, you know, the money's on the stock market, they invest in things. You know, during the global financial crisis, people lost a lot of money from their super and couldn't retire. So that's the real downside. Luckily, in Australia, it's a much more regulated financial market than it is here in the States. Oh, really? Yeah, well, Uh, how is that hard? And also everywhere. (laughs) 
also everywhere. Australia is everywhere, is somewhere that isn't America. Yeah. So by the very nature of that, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, the Australian banks survived the global financial crisis. There is a lot of things that are wrong with the Australian banks and the way that they do mm. their business because they're banks. But yeah. But in world terms, uh, compared to us, compared to you guys the, in particular, the crazy hillbillies with with just wheelbarrows for money that they're setting on fire, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's then, us. And then the government gives them more wheelbarrows. Oh yeah. Hey, do you want another wheelbarrow? Yeah. And and some gasoline. Um. Do Do you want us to promise that we won't light this one on fire? <laughs> no. <laughs> no don't I'm sure that. you've learned from the last time. Hey, what do you want to change? Mm, let's go with nothing. Right. Now, if we give you this new wheelbarrow and this all this money, and you're the- not going to set it on fire like you did the last ones, right? I mean, why would we do that? We learned we learned a lesson because on, after... You're, you're already setting it on fire. Hold on, hear me out. You I haven't just, left the office. Don't pay attention to what I'm doing with my hand. We are we are going to change everything because last time we did it, you didn't punish us uh, and you gave us money. We've learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you gave us money. So, um, one of the things they do to help people, and look, this is a, to be honest, this is one of those things that you could argue maybe shouldn't be in the system, but, but here it is. Um, you can also, uh, over and above your, um, like, you know, your compulsory super your annuation uh, contributions, mm-hmm. you can also, up to $25,000, uh, you know, put money into your own superannuation account and you'll get a like tax deduction of like $25,000. Sure. You can do that here too. Right. Yeah. So that's like, I mean, it's a smart thing to do if you have the money to put it into there. It is. You get your tax deduction. I just don't trust Wall Street or any of those fucking. Well, it depends. Uh, So this this is what I was saying before. In Australia, you can invest in accounts that have um, a certain, they don't speculate. Right. You know, they have like literally a kind of guaranteed. Sure. You know, rather than going, oh, it might go up 8% every year, right. you get in one that's like, look, it's guaranteed Two or 4%. 3%, yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. That's yeah. what mine is. Yeah. Um, so, because it's a media one. And I think everyone in the media understands. <laughs> anyway, so I've never made a voluntary contribution to my own superannuation because that is like a adult thing yes that's the thing that adults do right you're planning for your future right like you're putting this money in you're getting a tax deduction like an adult and you're planning for the fact that you'll actually have some money when you 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 know you have an accountant doesn't he tell you these things well my accountant did tell me (laughs) that this is this is the point i mean i didn't come to this by myself My accountant told me this uh, about two days before the cutoff. The cutoff was yesterday. Oh, shit. Yeah, so I want to point out that I did something... Accounts do do that. I did something adult at the last possible moment. Okay, perfect. And I'm not sure whether I thought through whether I could afford it. Okay, but... But that seems like a good way to make financial decisions to me. I didn't say I was a fully an adult. Look, the best way to make a financial decision is to hear something, yeah. scream, oh, fuck, get out your checkbook, write it as quickly as you can, and throw it somewhere. Uh, well, I pretty much did the equivalent of that. <laughs> I screamed, oh, fuck, I've got to go to a gig that I'm not getting paid for, so I'm not going to be involved in this. My bookkeeper can access my account, take some money out, and have a crack. Yeah. So that's what, that's what happened. So I've made, before the deadline... A voluntary that like mm-hmm. I can't access that until I'm 65. Dave. Right, but that's okay. I've never thought that I was going to live until I'm 65. But, uh, now I'm making decisions based on the fact that I might live until I'm 65. But if you start doing that with your money, yeah. then you will stop 
spending money on shit you shouldn't spend money on. It, right. it forces you to to be more careful with your money. Of course it does. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good idea. It's yeah. like my mortgage. I always think the mortgage just like, you know, it's money that I haven't spent. Right. If I had it in my account, I would probably spend it. Right. But do people know you're a crack addict? <laughs> hey, I'm a functioning crack addict. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I um uh, the thing I was going to say was this, though. I've told you before about my accountant. He's the one who was in the famous Australian band Hunters and Collectors. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And has been touring, you know, with Bruce Springsteen yeah. and playing at the AFL Grand Final. Yeah. Uh, when he messaged me this week, because now, he, now he's just in I mean, that is a reason that he would give you that information at the last minute. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I've been on tour with the boss. Hey, I was just talking to Bruce. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and he said, end of financial years coming up. <laughs> so... Uh, He's now he's fucking with me because every time he signs off, he signs off with, you know, you've got to get it into me by this time because I'm away on the, like, you know. <laughs> so this one was the best. He goes, Oh, you've got to get back to me before November. Now, firstly, November. Of course I have to because yeah. you're my accountant and yeah. it's like a long time away. But clearly that's the next best gig, big gig he can drop in, right? Yeah. So in November, my accountant. Mm-hmm. What do you think my accountant might be doing? Who? What band is my accountant supporting in New Zealand in November? Oh, God. Is it a big band? Well, look, here's the thing. I've already told you about Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So to, for me to bring this up again and to be like even sort of more excited or for him to put it on the email to kind of up it, it's got to be someone who is at least the equivalent or bigger than Bruce Springsteen. Well, there's not many. No. Stones? The Rolling Stones. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god! What the fuck? Yep. Yeah, he's supporting uh, the Rolling Stones. Jesus so, Christ! My accountant. Uh, you, you World's coolest so, accountant. Oh man, when the government comes down on you and you have to explain why. Yeah. Hang on, you weren't allowed to deduct this money. Well, who was giving you advice? <laughs> Um, the, the trumpet player from the Rolling Stones Support Act? Is that not who I should be getting? Oh, my God. He's, 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 no, he's playing like a, that, that instrument that I don't understand. What? Uh, he's good at tax, though. He's good at taxes. G'day, Michael, if you are listening to the podcast. I know that sometimes you That's listen. Tremendous. Does he give you free tickets? No. I mean, I, I think he pays... What? I'd be interested to know, actually. Well, he has a lot of clients. Michael. It's not like he can just give all his clients free tickets to the the Rolling Stones, can he? Yeah, I mean, he could, prob- think- he could probably, like, you know, get me to pay for them and then deduct them as an expense or but something. aren't you one of the more fun, I, could I fun count clients? Th- could I count that as a meeting? Yep. That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. We had a meeting at uh, Acer Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the stuff you can write off of, like I, I I take a trip with Finn to see the baseball game. Yep. Up in San Francisco. I can write that off now because I talk about it on a podcast. Oh yeah. Podcasting is the greatest tax thing that's ever happened. Oh yeah. I'm doing um uh, Doug Benson's show uh on Wednesday, his like web series. Yeah, uh, getting Doug with high. Yeah. And like on that, you know, you have to smoke pot yeah. on air and then do this interview. Does that not make Every oh. po- bit of pot I've smoked up until that point. Yeah, I think so. That's tax deductible, right? Oh, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, yeah. 
All those guys that have receipts, I, right? All I those would, guys I, I got Bob from. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd have they'd have excellent bookkeeping skills, yeah, wouldn't they? Imagine? They'd know <laughs> when the end of the financial year was. So Darren, bad. that guy in the apartment so who liked bad. to talk about football, I'm sure that he was. <laughs> hey, Darren, can I have a receipt? What? <laughs> what? Man, it's legit now. I mean, you what? got scales. If you got scales, <laughs> you I can got, ask for a, for a get receipt. Get out a receipt, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I could write it on something. <laughs> Give me that napkin. <laughs> so. um yeah, so I figure that's all tax deductible now. Because yep. I wouldn't have got to go on that show if right. that hadn't happened. Yep. It, everything leads to something, and if it's part of show business, you write it off. Right. It's a beautiful scheme. It is. So, uh, okay, I'm sort of proud of you. For, well, I mean, I've done something. I feel like big, that was it something, is a big right? Deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, I mean, really what it means is I have a whole bunch of money, not now, that I don't get until I'm 65. Which right. right now seems like a terrible decision. <laughs> but it won't. When you're 65. When I'm 65, it'll yeah. seem like a great decision. Yeah. But right now, no. even right now, it seems like a terrible decision. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine how much crack we could have oh, bought? Oh, God. And we got a PlayStation. We could have done. And we like a sit of a fin. A, yeah. A, we could have done a three straight day podcast. Oh, a crack cast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What are you doing uh, for the next uh, four days? Crack casting? Crack casting? It's a new thing. <laughs> oh, you, you're still podcasting? Oh, whatever, mate. Oh, my God. And the, and the podcast would be amazing. What about fish? You think you could uh, just... Uh, <laughs> what? You think you could just, just take a fish and breed it with a cow? What do you think? What do you think? What do you It'd think? be like, the, I think about five days in, there'd be a real lull when we removed each other's teeth. <laughs> be a tough hour. <laughs> Just come out of it, shaved heads. What have you guys been up to? Tattoo. Hey, Will got a face tattoo. Oh, he's crack casting now. <laughs> uh, all right. What have you been up to? You done anything? Oh, my God. No, you know what? I've been trying to... Uh, I've been... Because of the dollop. The dollop is a little labor intensive. Okay. What do you mean by that? Why? So I have to find stories and then, you know, type them up uh-huh. into a... Or find interesting subjects and then... Push them into a story, right, sort sure. of. Uh, it's it's very like what you would do for a one man show. Okay. Well, mate, so well, what I can do if you want is I can pitch you some stories. Do you want? To, yeah. Yeah. Here's some stories, and you can see if any of these will. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to because up until now I've been writing one a week, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to um, stockpile a bunch. Oh, nice. Okay. So I can work on the just just work on the one man show. Makes all right. sense. Well, hopefully, like ideas from both will come together a bit. Yes. Though, as well. Yes. Um, all right. Well, I'll, I'll pitch you a few things, see if any of these might be good yeah, dollar okay. topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, if zoophilia, do you know what zoophilia is? I, I mean, I'm assuming that it's a sexual thing. It is. And it involves animals. It does. Um, it doesn't it just involve animals in the zoo? I, I mean, I, I actually don't think it does. It should, though. Right? Right. I only, it's only if you fuck them through a cage. I only like fucking half domesticated animals. Right. Yeah. I want their eyes to be a bit dead. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what kind of animals I like to fuck? Sad ones. Sad, sad animals. <laughs> yeah. Like particularly sad ones. Very ones sad. That, ones that should not be where they are. You know how there are hippos in Africa that live in giant lakes yep. and, and swim from place to place and they are amongst others. Don't find them attractive at all. So disgusting to disgusting. me. Disgusting. But the hippo at the LA Zoo right. that is in what is basically a, a house swimming pool. Yep. 
and then it, his his territory is all cement. Yep. And every once in a while, he barely opens his eyes to look around. Now that to me is so fucking so right. hot. Yeah. Yeah. Put that thing in some lingerie. You're only human. <laughs> <laughs> if zoophilia is your thing, then New Jersey isn't going to be the place for you. It's so zoophilia is the same as bestiality. Yeah, we call it bestiality here. Uh huh. Well, they call it zoophilia there. Uh, the New Jersey legislature has unanimously approved a bill mm -hmm. that would ban any human sexual activity with animals whatsoever. What? So you can't like jerk off a dog. No, or even probably onto your dog. What about people who want their balls licked by their dog? Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's only if you get caught still. Right? Like, Isn't that for everything? <laughs> I mean, maybe it's more of a turn on now. It's like those people who like having sex in public. Like yeah. before it was like, well, I'm enjoying the sensation, but now that this is illegal. double naughty. <laughs> Well, the fact is, um, it's the year 2014, so that should have happened ages ago. That's my point. Ages like, ago. Why are they just getting to this? Like, so up until now, there's always been a few people with the legislature going, well, hold, hold, hey. off, hold off. Hold off on that. Have you guys read the Constitution? <laughs> I mean, it feels weird to me that that exactly what you're saying is like, well, is, does that mean there's been people legally fucking animals up until this yeah. point? Yeah, and, and what happens in those states, the reason that they're now changing these laws, because I think there's like eight states left, they're becoming tourist destinations. So guys, oh, for animal fuckers. Ha, yeah, so guys have websites and they're like, hey, I have an animal farm, let's do this. And so people God. are flying, traveling in from all over the world because they can just go there and bang animals. Oh my God, that would have been a good version of We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> If that had been the plot of that movie, if Matt Damon was some sort of dirty animal fucker well, who you, bought an abandoned zoo, have you not and then just a gentleman started arriving, you, know, you want to stick your dick in a llama's mouth? I can make that happen. I can make that happen. Do you want to, do you want to we, fuck an echidna from behind? That's danger. You've never experienced danger until you fucked an echidna. You want to get a hedge job from a hedgehog? Oh my god, what? that is like. A, oh my god, yes, that is a great day. Five bucks, five, just five. Bucks. Five, five dollars, five. Yeah, and and you ever want a hand job from a, a fairy penguin? I can fairy make that penguin? happen. Fairy penguin. Is the popcorn free? The popcorn is free. <laughs> <laughs> we bought a zoo. <laughs> we bought a. We banged a zoo. <laughs> All right. Why do your flamingos walk like that? <laughs> Oh, you can find out for eleven dollars. <laughs> Wait, it's flying! It's flying! <laughs> yeah, we got a hand job from a kangaroo with those tiny little arms. Oh. Best thing you'll ever. You know what? For an extra fifty, you can stick your dick in a pouch. <laughs> oh my! God. You can pouch fuck a kangaroo. I'm Matt Damon. Worst, worst thing that has ever been said. On Fofop. What is pouch fuck a kangaroo? Yeah, it's that's that to me is it's What's just that so, but it's so full of lube oh, and just yeah. goop. Yeah, but, but so are humans. <laughs> and you stuck your dick in them, like they're full of disgusting shit. So <laughs> like, who are you to suddenly be drawing your fucking lines? No, okay, you're right. You're right. All right. I like a nice dry vagina. At least you don't have to look the fucking kangaroo in the eye afterwards and pretend or that none of that you? happened. Or do you? Well, you can. 
Don't have to. Maybe there are people that want to. Right. Well, look, at my zoo. Yeah. That's why you bought it. Whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? Hey. I bought a zoo. (laughs) I bought a zoo. Hey, buddy. Come here. I bought a zoo. Uh, the bill comes five years. Now, oh, sorry, this is what I love. Uh, so the bill comes five years after an alleged cow molester. Oh, boy. Escaped punishment mm-hmm. under the state's lax animal cruelty laws. So it laxed. So they let it. Lax means there was a law and then they let it. No, I think lax means like as in like, that they are. Well, in, in, in legislative speak, mm-hmm. laxed often means that there was a law and right. then they let it, they didn't re-up it. Right. But why would there be a time limit on that law? Well, why would somebody go, look, you can't fuck an animal until for, 1982, but for, then we'll reassess. For whatever reason, when they passed the law in 1970, someone went, we should have a sunset provision right. on this just in case we're not liking it. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's a good idea because I might want to fuck a pig. <laughs> Hey, should we have one of those on like slavery or gay marriage? No. No. The gentleman <laughs> The gentleman from Trenton would like to fuck a pig. All those in favor say aye. Aye. <laughs> there will be a sunset provision. Uh, now it's up to the New Jersey Senate mm. to decide whether or not bestiality, there you go. So mm-hmm. it, they do refer to it as bestiality as well, will remain legal in the garden state. So there's a point. So it's just passed the legislature. It hasn't passed the Senate. Right. So the Senate now. So now it's on to the Senate where. Could knock it back. A bunch of adults have to have a discussion about whether or not people should be able to fuck animals. Yep. So there's a, there's a bunch. And then there's going to be guys going, look, man, uh, what, is the, what about freedom? What about freedom? Right. Well, you know what it will be. It'll be people like me with my, you know, I bought a zoo yeah. you know, experience, which yeah. has become incredibly popular. And it's bringing money into the state. Well, it's bringing a lot of money into the state. Yeah. And you know what? I have now some money to pay a lobbyist. Okay. You know, and maybe so we you're... start to like, you know, lobby my local member. I support him in a yep. local election campaign. Right. Right. And he's just going to be like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to vote uh, nay on this one. Nay. Because uh, why? Well, I mean, I think it's not written correctly. There's too many loopholes that have to be closed so we have to just come up with a new bill (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's not just not strict enough this is the one i like the best can you wink in an animal like if you're no longer fucking them can you can you could you jerk off in front of one and wink at it um i know you never you they say never smile at a crocodile Oh, they do. Yeah, that's a, that's a saying. Never okay. smile at a crocodile. Yeah. Maybe it's never wink at a skink. <laughs> never wink, wink at a mink. Sk- wink at a skink. Never was, wink at a mink. No, that's a that's a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> oh, never wink at a mink. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, Google can animals wink. And now I'd like to um, let people know what's happening. Uh, Will was uh, a couple weeks ago given as a gift uh, an iPad. And now Googling uh, on Fofop is happening slower because he's typing on his iPad. I think it's happening more quickly you because do? I don't have to get the whole computer and come over. But when you hit and the keys. And I don't keys. have to put down the microphone to. Okay. 
I think this is better. Can animals wink like humans? Mm-hmm. Um, Cat, cats? <laughs> do you know how cats... What I love the most about this as well, our cats smile at you by blinking. Yes, they say yep. that, that they blink twice and that's um, then they, you know that they're being friendly. Yeah. And I'm sure Steel, Steel Saunders is very happy with that um, um, piece here, of information. Here we go. Uh, this is just like Yahoo answers, which mm-hmm. I always enjoy because yep. these don't actually have to be the right answers. It's just what people decide to give on Yahoo answers, which I always think is right. good. Can animals wink like humans? Now, this is the best answer that they've got here. Now, wink like humans... Uh, are we talking about physically winkling humans or like the the creepy, uh, like with the creepy sexual undertones that come with a wink? Like, <laughs> oh my god! I almost. Just I, made I just you. need to point out that Dave just winked at me. <laughs> and firstly, you know, what I find interesting about that yeah. is that you are a left eye winker. I am. Are you? You're not left-handed though. Uh, no, I'm not. But. But I, when I, I, I'm sort of, I do things. I can't, I can't, I don't, wink. I don't play by all I the rules. I can't wink properly, by the way, without doing the noise. I, yeah. Like that's, oh, I can yeah, wink. that's not a wink. That's not a creepy sexual wink. That's, that's a, that's not, that's like an old guy, like, hey, nice job wink. Yeah. You got to do it quietly. Uh-oh. And a little bit slow, oh a li- not a fast wink, a little bit slow. So you feel like I just yeah, rape yeah, you, right? I do. Yeah, well, I feel. A, that's I a certainly good, feel like I need a shower. That's a good wink for hey, about four days. I'll tell you what: if I ever, if I do make it down to Australia, mm-hmm. and I will, at, if we, if we are able to do a, a live, uh, oh, you'll do a live wink. Pop, I will do a wink for everybody. You know, sometimes when I try to um, <clears throat> explain to people what a podcast is. You know, they ask, so what is your podcast? Yeah. And I was like, well, it's kind of like a pretend radio show. And they're like, well, how, how do you make money? And I was like, that is a question we ask a lot. And and then they say, and why do people come to live shows? Can't they just download it for free? And I say, well, we have promised them six months out from a possible live show that are due to wink. <laughs> hey, I just made a voluntary contribution to my superannuation. So you know what? Swings and roundabouts. I'm making some good choices and some terrible choices. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's essentially just money I can't put into the podcast. That's what that is. <laughs> like, put some money in here and stop sinking it into your fucking pretend radio show. Um, all right. Uh, this is the top answer. Here we go. On Yahoo, though. On Yahoo. On Yahoo Answers, which is literally <laughs> Yahoo's answering. Right. <laughs> uh, they do wink. At oh. least that's what I tried to tell the magistrate. So there you go. See? <laughs> Firstly, <laughs> all right. So, firstly, uh, there is. Uh, I'm guessing that guy would be a good person for my I bought a zoo. Uh, yep, he's right in there. All right, here we go. Yes and no. <clears throat> oh, hang hey. on, that's not helping me. Hey. Animals can close one eyelid. Okay. Yeah. But they are not winking like humans because when they do that, they're not using it as an intelligible signal to others. Hey. Uh... Did you, uh, did you see that goat wink at me? Did you see it? You saw that, right? Man, that thing is freshly shaved. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to take the goat in the barn for a couple, just talk it. I'm going to talk about some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst person we also ever. We also bought a farm. <laughs> we, we have a farm next to the zoo. <laughs> Because you can't put a goat in a zoo. Like, that's just going to... No, in this in this zoo, there's a barn. No, like, there's a barn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a barn. Right. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Animal yeah. farm style. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's uh, 
there's saddles. A sex bar. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Glory holes. Yeah, there's all kinds of see, like chains. If you, if you and, want to suck a horse dick, but you don't want to like see the horse's face, right? There's like horse glory holes. Yep. Yep. That's a big hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, my favorite bit of this story, which is all, by the way, a very small story that we're getting a lot of, uh, right. Um, I, I call this uh, podcasting nutrition. The bill <clears throat> will need to also be signed by governor Chris Christie. Now I will sign this bill about not fucking animals. If you stop all of the investigations against me, <laughs> <laughs> but this is the one. Because this dude, like, uh, for people who don't know, he's the guy who uh, was the early sort of favorite that was going to be the Republican you know, yeah. presidential nominee. Yeah. Now, since then, there's been a, a bunch of other scandals. Yeah, he's going to jail. He's probably going to go to jail. Yeah. Which I don't think disqualifies him from being the American no, president. I, I totally agree. But, in fact, yeah. to be honest, like, you know, a lot of them do criminal things. In fact, I think it's... They all do criminal well, things. I think it's almost impossible to be president of the United States yes. without at some stage having to do something terribly criminal. Yes. So why not just cut out the middleman and do it from jail? I totally agree. Right? I would love to have a convict president. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. I mean, you know, prison shows are hot. Uh, Oz, oh, yeah. Orange is the new black. People love her. Fucking love them. All right. So, um... Uh, yeah, so but I love the idea that if he does get through all these scandals, like the one thing you couldn't, surely you could not run for president if you overturned a bill to stop people fucking animals. You would have a very hard time. Right. That's got to come up in a debate. But how great would it be if he did a commercial where he was like, I lowered taxes, yep. I turned the schools around, I stopped people from fucking their animals. Or vote, the, or the opposite. If he went the other way, like because he's like, well, I've got to do a Hail Mary now. This other scandal shit is like, he's like, well, maybe we've done some polling. We actually understand. We've looked at Yahoo Answers. There's a bit of a demand out there, and maybe he does that thing of going, I lowered taxes, I helped the state, and you can still fucking emu. You, <laughs> who let you fuck ducks? Chris Christie did vote. I'm Chris Christie, and I'm running for president. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's story number one. Uh, here's story number two. These are tiny stories, but I like how you've prepared them um, elementary school style. Uh, I photocopied them oh, and okay. put them on a piece of paper. I mean, it's tremendous. Oh, well, you know what I did? I thought... Is this you, part of the 40 thing? You know what? I, You know, you come around every week and yeah. you've got a bunch of other podcasts and I didn't yeah. feel like it's your responsibility to bring stories to sometimes, the table. Sometimes I do. Sometimes you do, but you don't have to. I did bring one, but I thought we already talked about it and I forgot to bring it up before. What was it? The the Marvel, how, how Marvel has all the movies planned through yeah. like 2020 or something. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that? I don't know. Well, keep, keep, keep talking. Well, I've got the story. Okay, Let me well, look it up on my phone. While you talk okay. about that one, I'll look it up. All right. Well, we can, we can, we can get to that. Um, all right. Here's the next one. This one is a, a very quick story. Uh, a crook. I, I just like a dumb crime story. And I know you like a bit of dumb crime. So I do like a bit of dumb crime. A crook swiped an iPad from a shop in Florida. So we're in Florida, right? Uh-huh. And he's in a shop. And Which, he's what stolen. kind of shop? Like a like a store that sells them? I or? will tell you what sort of shop. Okay. He is at a uh, canoe rental shop. Uh, so he's in a place where you rent canoes. And they've uh. obviously got an iPad there. <laughs> right? Right. So 
And this he's is a thing of convenience. He's stolen the iPad, right? Right. But what he hasn't thought about is like, fuck, they're going to chase me, right? Like if I steal their iPad, right. they're going to chase me. Because you're stealing an iPad. Right. How will I get away? Um, okay, what kind of store is it? A canoe rental store. <laughs> and can I, ask a, can I ask a follow-up question? Yes. Is it hopefully near a canal? <laughs> the crook <laughs> used a kayak as a getaway vehicle. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. It's amazing. So I also assume that this story isn't just about a guy who stole an iPad. They should have actually said a guy stole an iPad and a kayak. Yeah. Because I'm assuming yeah. you didn't. Yeah. Like, rent the kayak first. Right. Oh, here's my driver's license, and here's $15. Now I'm going to use it as a getaway vehicle. Right, right. I'll be back on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he had to, unless he, bu- unless he bought the kayak. Right. And then on his way out, grabbed the iPad. But you can't buy a kayak. It's a canoe rental store. <laughs> okay, so he... Right, he can't mm. buy it. Unless, unless they were, like, old ones for sale. Oh yeah, okay. Use kayak. So of course yeah. in a canoe rental, a canoe rental place is not going to be up in the mountains. No. There's going to be access to water. I mean, it's a terrible business decision <laughs> if that's what you're... <laughs> Did you see that uh, Dave's moved in the mountains and he's opened a canoe rental business? Like rental? Like I can yeah, imagine yeah. maybe selling canoes that people could put like on oh, the top no. of there and drop, but no, you had like... Uh, but it's hours drive to water. Right, and three hour rental. Well, that's the business. <laughs> That's how he's making the money, right? Yeah. I know what I'm doing. All right. Um, I got one more and then we'll get to the Marvel thing to finish. Uh, This one involves a picture. Mm. Now, uh, basically, I will show you the picture in a minute. But the the headline of the uh, picture is, it's hail to the beef. Right. Hail to the beef. Hail to the beef. A replica of Mount Rushmore. Oh. Now, Mount Rushmore, the famous American, uh-huh. well, it has what? The faces of four American presidents. Yeah, it's the stupidest right? thing that we have in our country. Yeah. Now, it was just, it was carved as a, I mean, of course it was carved as a, no, it was just there. And then we found presidents <laughs> whose faces matched will. And when, when we came yeah. here, uh, it turns out the American Indians had carved four faces right. into a wall. And then we had to find presidents to match those faces. I mean, that is no sillier than arguing that you should be able to have a gun based on a document that was written 200 years ago. I could not agree more. <laughs> and I also bet you that there's someone who believes what I just said. All right. It's hail to the beef. A replica of Mount Rushmore covered in 1,600 pounds of beef, pork, and turkey jerky. I mean, we're the worst country on the face. We're the worst country on the face of the earth. Now, firstly, is that... Is that even a tribute? Like, isn't that disrespectful? Because no. you're such a like weird country when it comes to it's, the presidents. Because in some ways, you are so absolutely respectful of like you know the idea. You know, once you're a president in America, you're always a president. You're referred to as Mr. President. Yeah. You know, you have that whole leader of the free world, the pageantry around it. Hail to the chief! Mm. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, they let people make Mount Rushmore out of like beef jerky. Well, here's the other thing is we also that that same reverence that you're talking about, we we also uh feel that way about meat. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> well, the presidents were made of meat and this is meat. Okay. Oh, look what Gary's done. That's that's just amazing. You made presidents out of meat. 
all right, so here we go. I made a mouth-watering debut at the Columb- in Columbus Circle. That's in New York City. Oh, is it? Yeah, Columbus. Oh. It's uh, right, right in the like corner of uh, of the the park where Central Park uh, Columbus begins. Circle. Aha! Uh-huh. It was a Columbus Circle jerky. Come on, whatever. Unless, unless it was another Columbus Circle, like in in Columbus or something. But no, it seems like it's like this is from a New York newspaper. Okay, so, so there you are, go. Yeah, there's probably. So here's what's yep. a great idea in the middle of a New York summer. Oh my God, I can't. No, go ahead because I think I think I like this idea. <laughs> please, please tell it to me. Uh, so they've um, yeah. So made a mouthwatering debut in uh-huh. Columbus Circle Thursday. Yeah. Oh, Meet Rushmore, as uh-huh. it was titled. Uh huh. Was built by jerky maker Jack Lynx uh-huh. for National Jerky Day. There you go. And displayed all day for the public. Yay. To enjoy. And uh, for the homeless to walk around going, fucking seriously? Seriously? I am dying. I'm dying. I'm sleeping on a grate. I can't find food. Seriously? Well, they should at least let them in to eat, like, Who's on it? Washington's face? That's what they should That's do. That's what they should do. At the end. Yeah. They release the homeless. Release the homeless. Right. Like the and running of the they, bulls. They just... And you can just eat as devour. much of it as you want. Oh, my God. That I would, mean, that is I would America. Watch, I would watch that. Like, you know, I think there's nothing that says more about America than letting a lot of bunch of homeless people eat the faces of jerky presidents. I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, what I love is even in the photo... There's like a there's the woman there, so that's it's not oh, a very fuck good me. photo. It's, it's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. So she's she's in front of it, and she stands about up to the nose, and so it's just heads. It's like shoulders and heads of the presidents. She she goes about up to the nose of uh, is that Theodore Roosevelt? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to tell because it's made out of meat. Yep. Uh, but the second thing is, look at her dogs. She's got oh, dogs with the her. Dog, the dog is like, what's happening? <laughs> the dog's like, I don't understand this, but I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> Great well, tribute. This is this is something that I think makes me slightly in favor of terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> and hello to the NSA who are now listening to the podcast. Know, right? Welcome. Welcome. Uh, that, as far as I'm concerned, that's just a couple more listeners. Right. Welcome back. Tell, you, <laughs> tell your friends. I mean, if you enjoy it, rate it on iTunes. It helps me get out. Tell your other NSA guys. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit of trouble with terrorism in, like, at the moment, obviously, with what ISIS, it? you know, in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do a dollop about why that happened. Because I read a book a long time ago that sort of broke down like people don't understand and I don't want to give any way, but people don't understand how much Bush and Cheney fucked that up. Like you think, you think, you know, but the reality of the situation is of what they did. It is mind blowing and they should be in prison. It is, it is mind blowing what they did. Uh, Dave, I'm pretty sure I remember a banner saying mission accomplished. So, uh, uh if you don't believe banners, I can't disagree. You want to live in a world where you don't you know, believe banners? Li- I saw the banner, man. Liz Cheney. I haven't seen them take down the banner and says mission unaccomplished, <laughs> mission to be continued, mission to Moscow. It was mission accomplished. Well, Obama's going to do one that says double win. Double win. <laughs> double or nothing. Let's have another go. Um, I went to Iraq and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. I've been watching the World Cup. And yes. 
England, for example, yes. haven't won a World Cup since 1966. But, every- but that's only because they're not very good. Right. <laughs> Is there a chance it's the same with America and war? Because... <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, Have you heard of Granada? What I'm about to say to you guys is that, don't get me wrong, you guys won World War II. World War II... Um, let me stop you right there and just say thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, uh, if you look at your record since, uh-huh. you've been coasting a lot on, on World well, War II results. We, uh, we, uh, uh, we beat back the North Koreans in, in the, who had gotten all the way down to Seoul, so we beat them back. Um, I mean, Vietnam's not a win. That's that's. I an, don't even know what that is. That's an away but, loss. That's definitely uh, an away loss in yep, a major war. That's an war, away loss. That's right? an away loss. Iraq's not a win. Afghanistan's oh. not a win. I, I would say Iraq is the most monumental failure of the of the 20th century. Right. So what's your war record for a country that um, loves going to war? What's your fucking record on wars since World War Two? And by the way, we're there with you. I'm not. What's our record on war? Yeah. Um, well. Terrible. We, like you're still living well, you're on World at it, War II glory. The wrong, the wrong way. Give uh, me one victory you've had. Well, um, I mean, seriously, is there? Is, is no, there been an American? Wrong, you're looking at it from the wrong way. You're I don't know if I if am. War is war. Um, <laughs> we're just trying to uh, make stuff and sell it. So, oh yeah, right. Uh, okay. So we're keeping so a lot of people employed, yeah. and we uh, we make a lot of money. Right, and yeah. a lot of people die. Innocent people who are not part of that system. You know what? But it's the same thing as Pepsi. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Is it? <laughs> I mean, if you if you break it down, and I can't do it right now, obviously, because we're almost out of time. Yeah, I would sure, love sure. to. I would love, love to break to. it down. But yeah. yeah, it's the same thing as Pepsi. Okay. okay. Um, no, we're terrible. Terrible uh, war. At, well, here's the thing about war. Um, mm. You shouldn't do it right. uh, for the fuck of it, which is what Iraq was. <laughs> Hey, why the fuck? That war should be called Hey, why the fuck not? Yeah. Uh, and it worst turns idea out, ever. Worst turns out a decade and a half later, you know why the fuck not. <laughs> well, it's so weird because turns out that it makes it worse. At the time, yeah. I remember arguing with people as a as a young man saying, "You guys get that this is going to end with horrible war between people killing each other." And you're releasing the hornet's nest, right? And they went, fuck no, we're putting democracy in there. Right. Well, welcome to it. Well, I mean, the thing was, at the start, the argument was made, and I I can understand that you could make this argument at the very least, that it was becoming, they wanted to make the argument that it was like going to be a breeding ground for terrorism. Yeah. And we wanted to stop that. And as a general principle, after 9-11, and the world was on board with the idea of let's stop terrorists. Yeah. Um, as it's turned out, it's just made it a heaps worse. Yeah, but you know, you know terrorism. what the weird thing is, is there was no terrorism coming out of Iraq. No, none, no. none whatsoever. Oh, there was no, but now there's going to be in charge. They have created an industry. So, Dave. We have we have literally made the worst thing ever. Yeah, the worst. They are they. It's the first terrorist organization with their own country, basically. Oh, I know. With heaps of money now because they got all the money from all the banks. They've taken over oil. They are. It's the worst thing that could have ever happened. Right. It was like, I mean, it was like when they introduced rabbits into Australia to like kill some, you know, bug yeah. and now there's nothing that kills rabbits. Right. And they're just everywhere. And and, the, and now the toads. Yeah. Oh, cane toads. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. So tell us, uh, let's finish oh. on a happy note. Let's on find happy out note. about uh, Marvel. So, so I, I felt like you had brought this up. So obviously Marvel is a, a successful uh thing happening right now like it's everyone that's like the number one thing most movies are not doing that well by the way did you see the tom cruise one yep oh can i talk to you did you say it yeah 
Can I talk? Okay, great. Because I need to talk about it. Okay. Okay. So firstly, I've got a couple of things and I'm not the first person to have made this observation, by the way. Yeah. So, um, but it was an observation that it, it's set in a new, near future to now. Like it's not a fictional right. world. Yeah, because you see at the start, you it, see the news footage, you see it almost implies that Hillary Clinton was maybe like present. Like it's like a... Yeah, it's close. It's a close future, like yeah. aliens invade aliens and we invade, get in this yeah. war, right? <clears throat> so not once in trying to explain to the dude that he's living the same day over and over, right. does she not go, you know, it's like that movie Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm willing to believe... I'm willing to believe that in 10 years we're in a war against aliens. I'm willing to believe that. But I'm not willing to believe that in 10 yeah, years yeah. people have forgotten yeah. the greatest comedy film of all time. But, like, what yeah, happened? The okay. aliens invaded and we forgot I, Groundhog Day? I totally agree with you on that yeah. one. But I feel like you can't bring up movies and other movies. But it's in the real world. That I would be a great moment. I, I know, but it would take you completely. You'd be like, I would oh. Like, or at least one guy to walk by in one scene. Like, you know, when he dies over and over again. Oh, the guy, like the guy on the street that he keeps bumping into? This is like, uh, oh, this is like Groundhog Day. They, no, but they should have, remember the guy on the street that he keeps yeah, bumping yeah. in? They should have just uh, had him bump into him. Right. And he oh, yeah, should once. Just, he'd just say, hey, Ned. Hey, just Ned. Say like that. Right. Yeah, that would have been pretty great. Yeah, there you go. But Ned Ryson. Tom Ned Cruise, Ryson should have been Tom Cruise would not be down with that, I don't think. But it's a really good idea. All right. Tell me what you thought, and then I'm going to get you to. to uh, I'm going to talk to you about what the the floor of the major flaw in the movie is for me. Okay. What did I think of the yeah, movie? What did you overall? think of the movie in general? Uh, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. Overall, too. I thought it was a good movie, and especially with like the Marvel shit and everything, it was, it was a somewhat unique idea. It was taken from another genre, know. but done well. Oh no, I thought it was done really well. I thought most of it was pretty good. Uh-huh. It was like one of those movies that I wouldn't walk away from and rave to people, but I go, yeah, yeah, definitely see it. It's fun. And Emily yeah. Blunt is fantastic. Yeah, I love her. And it's Great. a bit of a different role for her, which was really nice to watch. And uh, so there was some really fun stuff. There about was some it. fun stuff. Yep. There was a little Matrixy ripoff stuff. Definitely that I did I not enjoy. They took, they took me out of it. I, I just say I watched it in three D. I'm not normally a three D guy, but it just happened to be the the screener that was on when I yeah. went there that day, and it was good. Yeah, like the three D looked really cool, and I don't yeah. normally uh, like it because it had that sort of you right. know futuristic Matrixy you know three sixty sort of vibe to it, which yeah. I liked. Um. So so that whenever the aliens. Especially when they like attack the ship, I was like, "My God, that looks exactly like the Matrix." Mm-hmm. My biggest problem with the movie is if the aliens are so smart, how could you destroy them like that? Well, the problem with the aliens being so smart, well, the conceit of the movie is that the aliens, as long as you stay alive for that day, they don't have any of the knowledge from that day, right? right. Because if it, then it resets, right? You know? So you've got to kind of you've got to go past that one day to trick them. But right. I agree with you a little bit about that. Yeah. But maybe the aliens aren't that smart. Because I think the whole idea is that the aliens aren't that smart. They just have the power that he has, which is you can reset and learn right. from the previous day. So I, you, anyway. But why wouldn't there be more blue guys? And why wouldn't there... If if you have that big alien at the end, why wouldn't you have more guards? Like just... You wouldn't be able to get... Right. Like it's not like you have a thing and you go, okay, well, we're going to fight far away and we'll just leave our right. our smart brain thing over there. Okay, so here's the – and I'm not giving anything away. This is not spoilers. But the premise that the movie relies on is that Tom Cruise's character um, 
gets killed in war. Now, firstly, the way he got to that war zone was bizarre. Like, I mean, it I know it's a movie, so but it's like, forced. hang on, you're sending him to like cover this, and then suddenly he's like a soldier, and he has. I mean, can I give whatever. can I give you a good version? Yeah. He is this guy who who goes around. Basically, his character at the beginning of the movie, he's a guy who goes around and and he's the mouthpiece. He's the right. guy that gets people to go to war. So you just have him fuck up. Right. You have him say something, he, he accidentally blows it, and then he's in the war. Right. Like, that's what you do. You don't have to have all that shit with the general. I know that they wanted that for the ending, but come on. It was really convoluted. It was really and, convoluted. But whatever. Doesn't matter. There's, so he gets killed. This thing bleeds on him, and he gets the ability to basically, when the, he dies... The day resets, but he remembers yeah. everything that he learned the day before. So it's not like Groundhog Day where it's one day. Yeah. For as long as he stays alive, he can keep you know living that day. Can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. If the aliens know that, why are they sending the blue ones into battle? I mean... <laughs> that is a fair point that you make. Okay. okay, Okay. thanks. I feel like there's a few flaws with this, but there's well, one it's, that it's, really... It's, it's a fun movie, right. so it doesn't matter. You and have to let matter. all this stuff go. But there, there were things I was like... Why but there's one know? that really bugged me. Okay. So the idea is he then meets Emily Blunt's character, mm-hmm. who's like the super soldier. Yeah. And the reason that she is the super soldier is that the exact same thing happened, happened to, her to her. A while right? back, yeah. And so she can train him. But Dave, why can't she do it anymore? Can you remember? Because what the- she had uh, a blood uh, transfusion. Yeah. Right. So as soon as she had the blood transfusion, it meant that... I guess that she wouldn't come back to life if she died, right? right? Right. How the fuck does she know that? Because she had a blood transfusion. Yeah, but how the fuck does she know that if she doesn't... Like, literally, the only way oh, you would shit. find out that you didn't have the powers you anymore never know. is dying. Because otherwise, she just had a day, she had a blood transfusion, and then she had a hunch that she couldn't do it anymore. Do <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> Like, she gives him this advice based on a hunch. Because the only way she could know for sure that she doesn't have it is that she died. That's right. the whole premise of that whole bit. It makes no sense. No, you're right. <laughs> that, is a, that is a serious issue. <laughs> but with these kind of movies, you got to let it all go. Right. But you that really one, do. I'm like, that. I mean, she could have been told by someone or yeah. she could, or whatever, something, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Anyway, fair. <laughs> Problem. 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 All right. Tell me about the Marvel thing uh, okay. and then we'll go. So they have uh, films planned through 2021, uh-huh. which is seven years. It's a good plan. I mean, even the optimism that Hollywood will still exist then. <laughs> 2013, Iron Man 3 and Thor, which already happened. Yep. Uh, 2014, Captain America. 2015, The Avengers. Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. Now yep. that I don't get. I don't get Ant-Man at all. I well, it just seems stupid. Ant-Man was going to be, I think Ant-Man was going to be cool because Edgar, Edgar Wright was yeah. going to do it and you're like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Edgar Wright's Ant-Man. Yeah. But I don't get Ant-Man. Now it seems stupid. Guardians of the Galaxy is interesting as well. That'll be interesting to see how that goes. I think it's going to be year. terrible. Yeah. The, the, the trailer looks awful. I think so too. But I've like online, I've seen people be really excited about it. So they're going to have a failure. Yeah. They're going to have a big, big flop. Mm-hmm. That one, that's my, I got two, 2016, two unannounced films. Okay. So that's going to be, um, they uh, both have release dates already. Are they going to do another Iron Man? I don't know. No, they're, they're 2016. Done one. Well, there another could be another Thor. Iron Man. They might do another Hulk, maybe. Oh, Captain I America. That, so I bet it could, yeah, it could be Captain America. Year. Definitely a Hulk. But that was good. Maybe a Hulk. 
Or maybe a Wolverine? Oh, yeah. They're probably- oh, no. Is that Marvel? Are they X-Men? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, 2017, an unannounced film with a release date. Oh, hang on. I think Sony still owns... Like, they are Marvel. Oh, right. But, like, there's that weird deal where Sony still owns, like, this, like Spider-Man. Like, and the, the Spider-Man X-Men. thing where they have to keep yeah. remaking it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, there's two films coming per year until 2021. Uh, Avengers 3 of 2018. Uh, the Avengers 4 probably in 2021. So... I mean, that's insane, right? Or is that... Like, are people going to get tired of it? Well, I mean, I guess... Well, it, I mean, it'll depend how much they mix it up. And they'll probably try to bring in, you know, new, like, kind of franchises or new kind of arcs out of it, like the like Ant-Man, Ant-Man thing or, like, Guardians Ant-Man of the Galaxy. But Ant-Man sounds stupid unless someone like Edgar Wright is in charge. Right, but Thor was... Which, stu- like, what you've got to remember is Thor was stupid. Well, like, Thor, but Thor, Thor at least... was like, no one liked Thor. Yeah, but at least he has a magic hammer he can smash stuff as opposed to getting tiny and talking to bugs. Like, what is that? Well, I mean, Ant-Man was traditionally, I think, more satirical or funny. I'm not really, I don't know. I'd have to talk to Justin Hamilton. He knows more about these things. Yeah, so I don't know. I think it's, uh, I I mean, maybe, maybe it's fine, but it just seems like they're going too far ahead no. and getting a little too... Uh, We'll see. I think it's well, overextending. Weirdly enough, Plus I've, I've, I've planned this podcast out until 2021. Oh my god! All, do you have do you have them all like do you yeah, have all the guests all planned out? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, it's a good plan. Um, that's why I'm putting the money away. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, uh, podcasting that. is going to make is going to make a lot of money. Do you think? Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I think I make, actually don't I think, think that's true. I think it'll make it people a decent. I loved it, that idea that it, that is true, but I don't believe that that is true. Really? Yeah. I know that everybody believes that, like, and I hope that that is true. I hope one day, like, you know, the fact that I've been doing this for years and people like it means that I have so much money that I can open. Well, my, I don't know about so much money, but a decent. I want enough to buy a zoo and let people fuck there. Well. Are you talking and about then a you can tell zoo? my life. I banged a zoo. You're, <laughs> you're talking about a foo. A foo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy a foo. That's my dream. <laughs> is a foo? What is a foo? It's a fuck zoo. It's a fuck zoo. Have you ever been near remember New never Jersey? You never been to New Jersey? No. Yeah, a lot of foos there. <laughs> and then the foo fighters come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, at Dave Anthony. Uh, you, they can people can find you on the internet, DaveAnthony.com. Yes. And please, uh, yeah, and please, DaveAnthonyComedy.com. And please uh, listen to The Dollop. It's my new podcast with uh, Gareth Reynolds, and uh, I'm having a lot of fun. He's great, Gareth. I want to get him on this. When I can, can, can when I learn how to do the thing with all the different plugs so that I can use more than one microphone? You can, just said, can when I learn how to do yeah, the thing. Me speaking. Can speak. <laughs> we were done. I was finished. And- me speak words with face. <laughs> uh, I would love to get him on and maybe the three of us could do a podcast. We could do a, like a faux um, fun. Can we do that? Or do you want to keep him more to yourself? Would oh, no, 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 no. I think that'd be great. Yep. He's, the guy's so goddamn funny. Yeah, well, I'd like to have him on, but I don't know him. So it's nice to be introduced through someone else. Through, and then you I want can... to be introduced through a podcast? Yeah. So yeah, I keep saying it to people. Podcast, the comedian Tinder. This is how... This is... <laughs> Seriously. Like, it would be weird for me to ring up another comedian, 
Like if Todd Glass, I was on Todd Glass's show, and if Todd Glass just rang me up and said, "Ah, oh, can you come around for two hours and we're going to drink and I'm going to compose some theme songs for you and yeah. dance," and I'd be like, "I don't know, that sounds a bit weird." Yeah. Whereas he's like, "It's a podcast. Like we're recording it." I was okay. like, oh, well, oh, yeah, yeah, well, "If we're recording it, <laughs> then that's fine." <laughs> Um, all right, uh, gigs. Is it gigs and stuff that you can tell people about? Anything uh, coming up? When is this going up? Uh, I'm going to put it up this week sometime. So mm. I'm going to tell them on Friday night I'll be at the Comedy Magic Club at Hermosa. I'm going to tell them it's Saturday night. There's a huge set list uh, show at Nerd Melt. Uh, with, oh, yeah, I uh, saw that. TJ Miller's on and yeah. uh, Jackie Cation's on and a bunch of you know, um, uh, Moshe Cash is on. Yeah. It's a really, really strong lineup. So if you want to come down and see Setlist at Nerd Melt, which is always fun, uh, come and see that on Saturday night. And then I've got a bunch of gigs around LA for the next few weeks running my Montreal sets. So I will post all those if you're in LA. Then I'm going to do some gigs in New York from the 16th to the 19th. Just Where's some- that? Just some club spots and stuff. I'm just uh-huh. going to play Carolines and Gotham and, you know, yeah. the clubs yeah. before I go to Montreal. And then not far until Montreal now. Um, the big one for that, like obviously I've got a bunch of shows. We're doing the Aussie shows. But uh, I'm doing Illuminati, one show only. It's my first time ever doing a solo show in Montreal. Um, <laughs> they wrote my blurb and it's like they don't like my show. <laughs> Like, uh. it's such a weird blurb. It's like, Will Anderson's show this year is like more, less like a comedy show, more like a catch-up with an old friend or something. I'm like, well, I also think it's the funniest show well, I've ever that's written. amazing. Like, I mean, I appreciate that I think you were trying to say something nice, but firstly, I'm going to a place oh. where I don't have any old friends. So do you like, do you like something pleasant? Anyway, that's going to be great. So if you could um, tell your friends or if you're in Montreal, if you know anyone in Montreal, send them along to my solo show. I, th- I think that they will enjoy that. That would be great. If you like this podcast, rate it on iTunes, uh, put up quotes at Tofop Quotes. The, particularly, I know on Twitter that, that people aren't doing that quite a lot, but on uh, the Tumblr page, the Tofop Quotes Tumblr page, if you're ever bored and you, you want to read through that, it's, it's fantastic. I, they do yeah. such a great job with that. Yeah. I love it. So... Um, uh, I think that's it. Uh, oh, there's going to be uh, new T-shirts. James oh. uh, Fosdyke, uh, to celebrate the end of the, well, not the end, but this little season of uh, Tofop mm-hmm. uh, that we've been doing, uh, we, we had a bunch of T-shirts at the start and they all sold out. And so we thought we'd do something different for the end of it. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a We're Back, We're Bad, uh, You're Black, I'm Mad T-shirt uh-huh. uh, coming out. So James is designing that at the moment and that'll be available up to the final episode of Tofop. I should also, well, of this season of Tofop, um, and I will should also mention that Tofop will be doing the first ever live Tofop, uh, starring oh. Charlie Clawson and guest Charlie Clawson number mm, one. Where is that happening? At the LA Podcast Festival. Oh my! Yes, indeed. So oh that's going to be exciting. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be really cool. So yeah. please come and check that out. That'd be really cool. Yeah, please come. Tickets check that available out. now at uh, tickets available now. Go to LAPodfest.com. And there's heaps of amazing shows there. It's like, yeah, look, I've been the last uh, couple of years and. It's so much fucking fun. It's like a this blast. is the thing that like if you like podcasts and you like the podcast world, it's it's definitely fucking worth it. You know what's really it. funny is we're obviously talking about who to invite and we've invited a lot of podcasts, but there's every single podcast comes the first year and goes, Oh fuck, we should have promoted this. 
and then are begging to get in and saying, well, promote it, we'll promote it, promote it. So it's like this thing where they go, it's just a stupid thing, right? And then they get there and they love it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, like genuinely, if, you, you know, if you're in and around LA, but if you're looking for a trip for the weekend, it's, it's a really great, and it's in the city a bit more this yeah, year. Yeah, you'll be able to Uber there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, plugs over. Dave, could you say a goodbye, please? Oh, this one is faux fistery.